Welcome back to COJ Roleplaying. My name is Steve, and we are continuing our joint game with Blank Bodies this evening, playing Blades in the Dark. I will be running the story, and tonight I've got Goose with me. Good evening, guys. I've got Mark. Hello. And Eric. And joining us this evening to play our second game of Blades in the Dark is... Uh, the Blank Body Crew, so Hunter, if you give it away. Hey, hey, what's up? Uh, like you said, I'm Hunter, and we've got John. What's up? And James with us. Yep. Okay, perfect. So, does anybody want to recap what happened last game? Or we could roll a die, and whoever rolls highest can recap last episode. Um... I don't know if any of us could recap the mess that happened. <laughs> we preached. I'd like to call that art, even. actually. Yeah, that's okay. a whole uh, I know we all get tasked to take out a count. Well, not count take Calvert. out. We want so, him to know his life is ruined. We are specifically asked not to hurt him. I assume that's mentally oh, and physically. I was about to say, did they say? Did he say not to hurt him or kill him? Said not to kill him. Not okay. to kill him. Okay. Oh, oh, he, he wants he wants no physical harm done to the count himself. Physical okay. harm. That's an important important yeah. point there. Uh, so he gets okay. to keep his limbs. Yeah. Alright, fine. Uh guess. Him his children. So I guess I will recap this one because it was a uh kind of an overload of chaos and whatnot. And as we were discussing behind the scenes, it was a lot of fun, and it felt like we were running two completely different games in tandem, which was neat. All right, so the followers of Ixua received some divine intervention that gave them a insight as to the job that they were going to be set upon. And before the meeting even happened where everybody received the job, they had preemptively gone to the docks where Count Culver operates most of his smuggling interests. And through much brutality and very open and public displays of devout worship of their god, they successfully sacked and burned and destroyed four very valuable ships that belonged to the Count. On the COJ role-playing side, uh, the ghost buggers had attempted to gain entrance to the grounds of the Count's estates in order to find a spiritually guarded vault in the attempt to uh, rob it blind. The... Initial setup uh, didn't work out so well for the ghost buggers. Uh, they created um, a very large amount of noise and had zero effect on actually gaining entrance to the ground. But on the plus side, they had set themselves up with a, a backup plan, and they have talked to a groundskeeper who agreed to leave one of the gates at the front of the estate open so that they can get a quiet look at the grounds and the gardens of the count, because they're claimed to be particularly prized in the city. We shall see. And I think that's where we are starting off. So we will be starting this game with uh, the ghost buggers moving up to the gate that is has been promised to be left unlocked for you that should get you into the grounds. Um, the gate is located on a main street. There are people moving about. There are alchemical lanterns lit. Uh, it is not a clandestine entry. How do you want to proceed? I think. How are you going to run the silent potion? As the item I have. The silence is, potion? Yeah. Is it something I drink, or is it something I pour on an item? Um, is that a... It's in my specialty equipment list. Let me just take a quick, quick peek. Uh, you are playing a... Lurk. Lurk? Alphabets are hard. Well, it's the tomato soup they swim in. They made a song about that. <laughs> we don't listen to the Weagles here. Oh, oh well, that's your <laughs> loss, guys. <laughs> No Australian music allowed. <laughs> there we go. Now we're getting somewhere. Lurk. I found it in the book. It says that it creates an aura of utter silence around the shattered vial. Yep, you uh, 
Well, in the in the book it says a vial it's a vial of gold liquid that negates all sound within ten paces of the drinker for a span of several moments. So you effectively drink the uh, potion and somehow it creates a bubble of silence around you. Hey, perfect. Cockroach is going to down the bottle, and all of us, all four of us, are going to silently go through the gate. All righty then. I want. Uh, okay, you open the gate. You walk in. Edge your way around the wall. I am going to say that last game Rubble had made a devil's bargain, and he agreed to accept a extra die to his action roll with the added consequence of at some point in time he would have some form of complication lingering over his head. Uh, that complication is going to come out right now. Yay. Now, due to the fact that Cockroach had quaffed a potion of silence and created a bubble of absolute silence around him and the rest of the group, there was no indication that when you walked through the gate, you would be facing two guards who were standing there waiting. Uh, so, yes, you walk through the gate, and there are two gentlemen in the Count's colors standing there, obviously waiting for somebody to walk through the door. <laughs> so, what is your reaction to this? As a group or as rubbles? Oh, no, as a group. What are okay. the three of you doing right now? Are they within the ten-foot barrier of silence? Yeah, and you've got about two minutes of silence to deal with this situation if you want it to be quiet. Throwing okay. the throat. Wrecking the guy to the right. <laughs> And Jerusalem, are you partaking in the uh, fight, or are you uh, just going to sit back and watch? Oh, no, no, yeah. I'll pull out a knife as well and start uh, stabbing. Okay, so uh, you guys can choose. All of you are doing the same thing. You are trying to take care of these two guards as quickly as possible. So I want you to decide amongst yourselves who's going to make the actual roll and what attribute you want to use for it. Uh, Eric, you said wreck. You could use finesse. Um, your throwing knives would be more of a finesse roll than a wreck roll. Mark, you, or sorry, Jerusalem, you could go either way. You can jump in with your knife flashing and not particularly caring about what's going on at all and just start stabbing. Or you can try and be more finesse with it. Does, it doesn't hard. matter for Jerusalem. He's got zero dots in both. So either way, I'm rolling two dice and taking the worst. Okay, so it would probably be best to not have Jerusalem make this roll. <laughs> I, got, I got two in finesse. I've there got you two go. In rack. Okay, so you guys decide who's going to make the roll, but you do get a plus one die because everybody's assisting on the roll. Rock, paper, scissors? What do you. I can't see your hand. Dude, oh, we can't sorry. <laughs> good thing we don't need any more of those cursed dice. <laughs> good thing. Oh, I got five and two twos. Okay, so you throw your knives, they land in the throat, you get them, he drops, Eric rushes in and starts, uh, are you using your hands, are you using a weapon of some sort, do you have a weapon? Well, I assuming in my uh, demolition tools that I have, I've got, uh, like, uh, not only do I have some explosive stuff, but i probably got, like, uh, a hammer of some kind, maybe like Hammers, a ball or something. Chisels, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, you probably carry that stuff. I would, uh, I would call that one load. Yeah, I'm just beating his skull in with it. <laughs> so I would say that's one load, and it's you can write it as uh, sapper's tools. Okay. Uh, okay, so Rubble runs in with his hammer, or using a chisel. I'll use a hammer. Okay, Rubble runs in with his hammer and starts swinging. Uh, unfortunately... As the fight carries on, uh, Rubble does successfully kill the second guard, but they stepped out of the 10 foot or 10 pace sound bubble. So there was a bit of ruckus that could be heard, but it might be okay because it wasn't super loud, but it wasn't dead silent. So you feel like if you move on quickly enough and get to a good hiding spot, you should be all right, but it wasn't as quiet as uh, you would hope. So, what's the next step? Guys? You are now in the you are in the grounds, and you've got two bodies at your feet, and you have created a little bit of noise. I think we should put the bodies outside the gate. 
I think we should strip them first. Ooh, disguises. And uh the Whisperer and myself should... Well, I can't wear the clothes. I'm too small. But at least the Whisperer can hide as a guard. Good, good. Then uh, <clears throat> rubble in as his muscle. Yeah. Okay. Uh So you strip the guard quickly, and you open the gate to the... We look first. All right. Uh You crack the gate and take a peek out in the road. It's still... There's people walking. There's... Traffic and whatnot on the street. It's a pretty busy street. Bushes. How close are the gar- how gar- how close is the gardens to us? Uh, you are actually about. You could get there in thirty seconds. Right, why don't we have rubble put them in the bushes? All right, I'll haul them over there. Okay. Well, no, we're all going together because you're silent. Yeah, yeah, we're going together, but I ain't picking stuff up. Fair enough. Okay, so you stash the guards in the bushes. Now you are from the the blueprints and whatnot that you've seen of the grounds. You have a fair amount of distance to go to get to where you want to be. How do you want to traverse the 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 grounds? Well, I'm going to assume the potion's up by now. Yes, the the potion will have expired. <laughs> um, Rubble and the Whisper are in guards' clothing, so they can almost walk around freely. So I think me and Jerusalem can sneak around the edge of the uh, property line to get to our destination. Okay. So for Rubble, how do you want to do this? What kind of pathways are we looking at around here? It's it's a well-kept garden, so there's stone pathways going through the gardens. You can see around the manor house there's stone pathways that lead all over the place. Okay. And they're all fairly well-kept, well-maintained. In the gardens right now, there are very few lanterns lit. Closer to the manor house, there's a lot more light. Okay. Let's stick close. To, let's stick to the gardens uh, and move our way around to where we want to be getting in. Are we looking at a, like an additional building, or are we just looking for looking at a spot in the manor house where we know that the uh, room is? So the information that you got is that there is a room in a mausoleum in the family graveyard at the back of the property. Okay, so we're gonna move the uh, through the garden around the. Uh, around the manor house to get ourselves back to the the family graveyard where the mausoleum is. All right. Not walking fast, you know, like patrol speed. Nothing to draw attention, nothing to make us look out of place. Okay. I'm going to want you to roll, let's say, you can roll a consort or sway. I don't have either of those. Okay. You can push yourself to give you one die straight up, or you can roll two and take the worst. Uh, There's always uh, that devil's bargain. Mm-hmm. No, I'll I'll take the stress on this one. Uh, okay, so the whisper, or does he have? What kind of skills would he have? Well, as if so, or, the whisper is going to aid you, so okay. you will get plus one done. So I get two. You get two dice. Okay. I got a five. Okay. You wander through the gardens. You are seen by other guards, but nobody seems to take much notice of you. For Jerusalem and Cockroach, I am going to Um, need... As Cockroach is, as we were prepping to sneak around, Cockroach put on his fine shadow cloak, which this item improves your efficient level when sneaking around. Okay. What that does for me exactly, dice-wise, I don't know, but the hooded cloak is made out of a shadow silk that blends into the darkness around it. So effectively what that does for you is, uh, so there is an effect level to each roll that you guys do. Okay. Your cloak is going to improve the effect. So if you roll and it's a standard effect, it'll be a great effect. Whatever the effect of the roll is going to be is really low, you would have, it would bump you up to standard. Okay. So effectively the, the difficulty of the roll is based on what you're trying to do. You're sneaking through the uh, ground, so that would be a default standard effect. Yep. So your cloak will boost that to great effect. So if you succeed, you succeed at great effect. Oh, okay. So you get less drawback. Okay, so you're putting on your cloak, and you're going to, I'm assume, prowl. Yes. And what is Jerusalem doing? Standing uh, between the wall and the cloaked cockroach, so hopefully his cloak shields me a little. Okay. Uh, do you have the prowl skill? Not at all. Not at so, all? No. 
Okay, so Goose is going to make the roll for the scene, but because you don't have a dot in Prowl, uh, I did read this up while we were um, away. If you are assisting on a roll, you have to have at least one dot in that stat. Um, so because you don't, you can't assist, so you can't give him an extra die, but Goose can make the roll, and you're both moving at the same bit, so the scene is still that. Yeah. Roll. Uh, four and six. Okay. Excellent. You guys slip through the, uh, the darkness of the, uh, the gardens, staying off the paths as much as you can. Rubble and the whisper, and you guys make it to the edge of the gardens. You can see the graveyard. Perfect. What are you doing now? You can see the graveyard. Uh, people moving in and out of it? Uh, no. I would suggest we have the whisper do his job then. Yeah. Do you see that there are the odd, uh, faint, misty things kind of moving around. There's not too many of them. You're not quite close enough to make out details, but being as you have lived in Dustball for long enough, you know what a ghost looks like. There are ghosts in the graveyard, but they don't appear to have uh, noticed or care that you're there. I believe we'll let the Whisper now do his job and earn his pay. Okay, I'm going to... What is it specifically that you want the Whisper to do? We need him to get past the ghosts. Do you want to try and get him to get the ghosts to go away? Or do you want him to try and control one? Or Yeah, yeah, give, push the ghosts. Give you some kind of plan. So we want the ghosts out of our way so that we can go in, do the heist, get out of the, the graveyard without being uh, attacked by the ghosts or without them alerting anything. So we want him so, to, I, I don't know whether he needs to distract them or corral them at one side or, you know, part them like the Red Sea, make a path for us. Something like that. Get them out of our hair. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to need somebody to either make a command, consort, or sway roll. That'll be me, and that'll be consort. Okay. So you're going to make a consort roll, and that is going to dictate how well this uh, Whisper can do his thing. Right. All right. And you said it's two stress for a bonus die? It is two stress for a bonus die. Uh, I will do that. Okay. So I'm rolling three dice. Okay. And luckily, one is a four. Excellent. So, yeah, so the the Whisper kind of puts on his spirit mask. And he slowly walks out into the uh, the graveyard, and you don't really understand how the whispers do the mo- the mojo that they do, but he seems to be doing it, and the ghosts seem to be moving away from the mausoleum that you know is your target. Perfect. I guess we're moving forward then. I would think so, boss. Okay, so you move up to the mausoleum then. Yeah. Okay. So you get to the mausoleum gate, and it does have a padlock on it. I will use my fine lock picks. All right. No, they don't give me any bonuses or anything. So, so would it be finesse then? Uh, yes, it'll be a finesse roll. And stress to give me an extra die, right? Yeah, two stress gives you plus one die. Where do I mark off stress? There it is. It's there. That place you saw. Perfect. Son of a bitch. Straight ones. <laughs> Were you using your are you using your fine lock picks or are you just using lock picks? No, I was using my fine lock picks. Okay, they don't break, but this lock must have been made by wizards. You cannot figure it out. No matter what you're doing, you can't get it open. Mm. In that case, time for Plan W. <laughs> but my picks are okay. Your picks don't break. Okay, but you can't tease this lock. Rubble, we're gonna need a window. I can always, it's a padlock. I can break the padlock. Surprise door. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Snap it off. Alright. So I will attempt to wreck this padlock. Okay. Uh, once again using my saboteur skill so it shouldn't make any noise. Two fives. Okay. Yeah. You use your chisel, you place it on the join where the, the bolt goes into the, uh, lock and you Give a couple quick wraps. It pops open. Again, it's not silent, but it's not nearly as loud. If somebody else were doing it, they would make a lot more clamor. But you've muffled it as much as you can, but it does make sound. Before we open the gate, Cockroach is going to bust out his burglary gear, one of the vials of oil, and grease up all the hinges. 
Okay, so you open the doors, and it is silent. The grease works great. <laughs> I'm going to close the gate behind us and position the lock as though it's not broken. Okay, there's a stairway going down, and it is pitch black. In that case, Cockroach dons his dark sight mask. It is a pair of goggles that I could see in complete darkness. Okay. So, Cockroach can see, but nobody else can. <laughs> a arcane device that allows the wearer to see pitch darkness as if it was well lit. So, I will describe the way down and any obstacles that may be in our way. Jerusalem's just going to light his lantern. <laughs> well, I didn't want anyone to see a lantern until we get down there. <laughs> Could it be at least a burglar's lantern? <laughs> it only shows light in a specific direction? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it a standard lantern, or is it a shuttered lantern that you can focus? Well, considering it's part of my doing a job loadout, yeah, it's definitely like a a flashlight, but not a flashlight. Point it down. I want to see the stairs. No trip and fall hazard, but, you know, we're in a big stone mausoleum with the door closed, so hopefully there won't be any flashes at the the crack of the door because Rubble didn't leave a crack in the door. Yep, you see the stairwell. You can uh, head down. I'd like to survey for traps if possible. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Make a roll. That's a six. That is a six. Excellent. When you get to the bottom of the stairs, you grab Cockroach as he's about to step off the bottom stair, and there's a pressure plate on the ground that he was just about to step on. Wow! Aside from that, you don't really see anything else, but the pressure plate is fairly sizable, so you're going to have to jump over it to get over, but now that you know it's there... You're not going to have to make a roll to do it. You can just jump. Okay. So I'll let everyone know, and we'll jump across. Perfect. Okay. So you are in a large oval room. In the center of this room is what appears to be a door. There's a frame and a door. There is also appears to be some form of altar to some deity that you have no idea what it is. That is all that is in this room. Steve, because we're shadows, we took the ghost echoes, so we have the ability to see and interact with ghostly structures, streets, and objects within the echo of Duskfall that enter the ghost field. Yes, you Did do. we see anything? This is a spirit door. Hmm. <laughs> if only we had our whisper down here with his spirit key. Oh, wait. We did bring our whisper, didn't we? Your whisper is <laughs> currently chasing ghosts away. Oh, he's, oh, okay. Yes, stay up there. You can bring him back. You know, maybe we should. I've got my spirit bane charm, which repels spirits. All right. Okay. So I'll go relieve him now that he's corralled them to send him down, and I'll keep the spirits where he has corralled them with my charm. Okay. Still back. Um, so I'm going to pause you guys there as you're about to get the door open, and we're going to switch over to the followers of Ixua. Yeah. So... You guys have successfully completed your first job. All of the ships are ruined. As you walk into the bar and get the job, you have already completed your first task. So you guys get to do your first downtime action. So downtime gives a break in the um, high energy scenes to now you can do your little things. But this is also where we pay off the, uh, the jobs. So, on top of the three coin worth of goods that you got off the one ship, through all of the other work that everybody was doing around, you are going to get six more coin that was found in and around the boats. Uh, you are going to get four rep, which is marked on your, uh, your cult playbook under tier. There will be slots, so you're going to get four rep. Now, you were loud and chaotic. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. We you, sure were. You, you we're killed, proud of it. You killed some people. I mean, the bodies were burned and at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, they were lost. Yeah, if the bodies aren't there, they're not dead. But there were witnesses. Damn it. <laughs> you are going to take six heat. Whew. Ooh, buddy. Whew, that's a lot. It's a lot, but you're not, uh, you're not getting imprisoned yet. Yay. We got four rep, you said? You got four, yes. Four. Okay, cool. And so if we, on our downtime, we can burn stress by uh, engaging in our vice, whatever that may be. Yes, but uh, before we get to there, I have to uh, give you experience points. Oh, 
Heck yeah. The points that you get, uh, you can put anywhere in under any experience track on your sheet. You get to choose. So you will be getting three experience points from just successfully doing a thing. Each character has a uh, thing that they should do. If you feel like you did that a lot, and I'm going to flat out say that all of you played your specific ticks the way you're supposed to, so you're going to get uh, two more, so that's five total experience. Okay. And you can place that on any track you want. If you want to improve your playbook to get a new special ability, you can do that. If you want to increase, like, add another dot to your uh, one of your attributes, you can do that. Is that uh, is five experience what it needs to uh, get one of those improvements to either a dot or a speciality? I am looking right now. I think um, I'm going to find one of your character sheets. The uh, the book doesn't actually have a full character sheet in it, but uh, okay. So your playbook takes eight attributes, take six. So I'm going to bump it up and give you six points. So if you want to increase, like add an extra dot onto your character, you can do that. Um, that's all of us, bro. Uh, no, you guys will get your downtime once you're done with your heist. So now, downtime activities. Uh, you can work to acquire an asset. You can start a long-term project. You can uh, visit your vice purveyor to relieve stress. Nobody got hurt, so you don't have to do the recover. Uh, you can work to reduce your heat. And uh, you can train. So training is a way to gain additional XP. Um, and it's one XP point. So if you do a train action, you can uh, add one XP to any track. Okay, so you get two actions for free. Okay. You can spend one rep or one coin to get an additional action. Can you double up on those actions? Yeah, you can double up on all the actions. Okay, if the group will allow, because uh, I want to get to eight to get a, a trade unlocked, I will spend my two actions to train, and then I will spend a coin to reduce our heat. Sure. If one of us trains, do we all get that point, or just that person uh, training? No, each individual will have your specific actions that you're going to do. Okay. You are training? Yeah, training twice, and then spending a coin to reduce heat. Okay. How are you going to go about reducing your heat? I am mercilessly bribing the guards, but it's called a religious venture where I'm trying to religiously preach to the guards, but it's also, here is money. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I made your job harder. Sorry. Here's his money. Okay. So in order to do that, you're going to have to make an action roll. Okay. Yep. Um, you can utilize consort. You can utilize sway. You can like any, whatever, however you want to try and reduce your heat. You can do okay. that. Uh, and you make a standard action roll, and based on what you get is how much heat you clear. Okay, uh, I'm going to use a tune. I'm going to open myself to the energies of Ixwa to see whom I need to be giving the money to, to be like, oh, who's best into this? Okay. So that is a two and a five. Okay, so on a four or five, so just so you know, for reducing heat, there is no fail. It's just the amount of heat you reduce. Okay. So for a four to five, uh, you clear two heat. Oh, nice. And then uh, you're training twice, so that works. Yep, and uh, I will be unlocking a trait, and I'm probably going to get venomous. Ooh. I, I, I'm going to secrete that, uh, that, that mixture. Okay. Now, now I just naturally can just, I can just touch father. Like, mm, touch me. Dog. Touch me. Yep. I can just do that. My body just excretes it. Alright, so I think the my big question is what is our next uh goal going to be? Because uh the rest of us will have to push towards that. My idea was to try and convert his family members yes. to our religion. Um I know a lot of other people want to kill them, but and they can do that, but first they need to worship well, uh, now the first. question is, do we go to converting the family now, or do we visit some more violence on his his life and then convert after, a la Fall of Usher style? I say we go for the family. I'm not against this. I I am uniquely I am uniquely suited to do this. <laughs> so extremely. Just so I know, you're 
Before we get to the planning phase of the next yep. game, Ragnar, what were your downtime activities? We can use our downtime activities to uh, gather information, right? Yes, you can. So, uh, towards that goal, I want to research his family members, who okay. they are, where they go, that kind of thing. So that's my first. And then my second downtime activity is going to um, put some time into heat. Okay. Let's see. With what I've got, would it be possible to use study? Try and see, oh, here's some other stuff that you guys should be paying attention to instead of us. Yeah, I could go with that. Okay. You, know, you do a little bit of studying in the area, and you uh, you use your information that you gather to effectively transfer heat to somebody else. Yeah. Okay. Two twos. Uh, so that will take one heat away. One heat away. That so brings us down to a three. If yep. you're reducing heat, if you roll a one to three, it takes away one heat. Four, five takes away two heat. Six takes away three. And if you crit, it takes away five. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, I am going to use my last. I'm going to also use a coin. And I'm just going to uh, double down on research on the family. Okay. And, and that, that bumps us down to six coin. Okay. Um, I will tell you what you found out about the family after we deal with John's actions. Okay. Father Pathos, how are you spending your downtime? Um, well, I'd like to use my first point of downtime to um, deal with some stress. Um, his vice is pleasure, and specifically uh, from substances. So he's going to talk to Strix and get some sort of alchemy substances to just kind of trip balls in their, their hideaway for a little bit. Commune with his god is how he views it. Um, but yeah, dealing with his stress that way. Okay, the way you reduce your stress, take your lowest attribute, which is going to be one die. Okay. And you roll that, and you clear the amount of stress equal to the highest roll. So I got three. Okay, cool. Okay, so that reduces your stress by three. Nice. I am not so stressed out now. I would also like to gather information. Um, I would like to gather information um, about the god that he worships. Okay. Um, I am totally fine with using the point, um, obviously. Can I? Can it be at the same time? Can I just be, like, doing my pleasure tripping balls and talking with my god, and that's how he's going to gather information? Sure. Okay, cool. So in our little warehouse, wherever we are, uh, Father Pothos is just wandering around, kind of talking to himself for a day. And also, if you want to flavor the scene, because I, I'm able to unlock this, there are multiple ways that uh, I can excrete the substance. I just exhale it at you. <laughs> it just, just comes out of my mouth like a vapor. Just Cool. And then I was thinking about it using a coin, but I couldn't remember the other actions. I knew it was de-stress, de-heat, research. You can uh, also train. Remember, if you're... Yeah, you can train to get more experience in something. You can use your downtime to acquire an, as an asset. So if there's a specific thing that you want to buy, it's going to cost you two coin per tier above your tier. Okay. Well, I don't have a specific idea of what I want right now, but I want might want to try to buy things later. So that might end up being a flashback. Ha-ha! And you could start a long-term project. That's more more for alchemists, tinkers, and whispers. Like, if you want to create a ritual or create um, some form of new alchemical what's-it. Right. Okay. Or build a machine gun. Ooh. Okay. Um, so wait, never mind. I want to use all of our coins to make a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if the rest of the gang is cool with it, I'll use a couple coins to grab a couple experience. Can I do that, or do I can I can I only use one coin? Uh, no, you can spend as much coin as you want. You guys yeah, cool with you, that? I, yeah, I don't see I a no problem, problem if you want to also spend two coins to get uh, to eight. Okay, cool. I'm at eight. I would do that too if you guys don't mind. Nope. No, I don't give a crap. If everybody wants to unlock a trade, we I'm got not so saying... much coin from this ship, and you know. I'm very glad that I was like, nope, need to steal, need to steal, need to steal before. Ichthwa provides. We found so much coin just in the waters around. <laughs> cool. 8 XP. And then I need to do some reading because I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to use it on. Okay, so Ragnar, your research into the family. The Count's wife has passed away, but he has two sons and a daughter. His eldest son named Jared, and he generally frequents the finer establishments in town. 
he has money and he wants everybody to know he has money. He's one of those rich kids. Okay. His youngest son, Alexei, he works on the uh, Leviathan hunting boats. So generally he's out to sea somewhere. And his daughter, Sarah, is... Nobody really knows too much about Sarah. She kind of stays in the manor, and it is reported that uh, she effectively runs the estate. Okay. And then, as far as information on the god, what you discover is they worship a ancestor spirit. Okay. This spirit is supposedly a powerful wizard before the cataclysm. And they, uh, they devote their attentions and faith to this spirit in hopes that it will grant them some form of power that hasn't been seen since the time before the sun shattered. I'm excited about that. Okay, so I'm going to switch back now that we've done downtime with you guys. I'm going to switch back to uh, the ghost buggers. And hopefully we can clear up the rest of their job, and then we can do your your downtime and then start the planning phase for next game. That way we know what we're jumping into as soon as we start. That's no fun. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'll know what I'm putting up against you. <laughs> but we'll see what kind of time frame we got. So Jerusalem was going back up the stairs to go fetch the Whisperer. Yes. Cockroach is going to wait at the pressure plate, so when the whisper comes down, we can warn him that's there. Okay. There's no role for that. You just go up and say, okay, we need you inside. I'll take care of this with my doohickey. That's right. Yeah, there's only like one or two ghosts there. He's pretty much cleared out all the rest of them. So the uh, the whisper joins you down in the basement. You warn him about the pressure pad, and he pops over. So you're going to ask him to open the door for you? Yeah. We need to see what's beyond that door. Okay. Uh, he walks over, pulls a weird-looking translucent key out of his pocket, slides it in the lock. There's a click. I'm then, going to uh, have my blades ready, just in case something pops out. Uh, something, in fact, does pop out. The door opens, and you see, like, there's a, a wispy sheen when he opens the door. It's like a, like a mist. Mm-hmm. And through the mist, you hear a strange clanking sound. None of your group has ever seen one of these things before, but you do know, you have heard of them. It's called a hull. It is a clockwork man that is possessed by a spirit. Okay. And this thing comes stomping out and is moving towards you guys. Well, if it's possessed by a spirit, can the Whisper do anything about it? Uh, the Whisper can probably do something about it. Because my throwing knives ain't going to do shit. But my Rex slash Tinker might. It he's might. A clockwork, he's a clockwork guy. He ain't going nowhere if his clocks ain't working. Yep. It is still a machine. Okay, so uh, this automaton is coming at you. What is your plan? Sidestep. I'm going to attempt to wreck his clockwork mechanisms. Okay. I don't really think we want him to be continuing on. I don't want to tinker with him. I want to wreck him. Okay. Describe to me exactly what it is you're going to do. Like, do you have, like, a little bit of explosive that you're going to throw at him and try and blow him up? Or are you going to run at him with your hammer and just start wailing away? Or Well, I imagine in my sapper's tools, I probably have some kind of uh, some kind of explosive or something. I'm going to try and jam that into his gears and try to blow them up. Okay. I like that. The whisper is going to be doing stuff, so you'll get plus one die for that. Okay, if he can, like, slow down the spirit, then I can get an extra plus one there? Yeah. That sounds cool. I got a five. You got a five. Okay. You jam the explosive in. It kind of blows up. You've definitely slowed it down, but it swing at you, hits you in the shoulder, and uh, you've got a, a pretty serious bruise on your shoulder. You're going to take uh, one level of harm. Uh, your, sho- your shoulder hurts. You got kind of knocked back and down, but you did kind of blow like a, a chunk out of the side of it, so it's not moving very quickly anymore. Does he have uh, exposed gears? There are exposed gears. Okay. With my throwing dagger, am I able to dig one in and stop popping gears out? Yeah, you can try that. Um, Finesse. I'll allow it, yeah. Uh, Four and five. 
Okay, you crank off the mechanism that's holding its hip together, and its leg kind of falls off, and it kind of topples over on top of you. You're not hurt, but you are pinned by this thing, and it's right there. Yeah, I'm going to bear hug it. And Okay, so, Rubble, what is your next course of action? Um, does this thing look like it can get back up again now that it's down without a leg? You're not 100% sure. Like I said, you've never seen one of these before, so you don't know what its real capabilities are. Uh, you would assume it's missing a leg, so if it does get up, it's going to take a bit, but okay, you don't but really I need know to, what it's going to do. I kind of need to get this thing off of uh, off a of cockroach then, so he can get out from under it. So You're just going to try and heave the thing? Yeah, I was just going to try to heave it off of him. I would say that that's probably going to be your wreck skill. Wreck skill? You're, okay. you're doing a, a physical thing. Sure. If it causes some damage, that would be awesome, but main idea is to get cockroach unpinned. Okay. That's a six. Okay. So, yeah, you you grab onto it and kind of, like, heave it off, and cockroach is completely free, and this thing is kind of turtled on its back for a moment. Uh, cockroach is no longer pinned and can get the hell away. If I use my survey, can I kind of determine whether or not there's an exposed part that's critical to it? Something that would shut it down for good? Uh, yeah, you can roll survey. Uh, four and a five. Yes. There is, uh, in the gap now in its housing, there's a spot that you can see that if you jammed something in there and blew it up, uh, it would disable the whole thing. There's a critical point in there. While you're studying it, it writes itself over onto its chest and starts crawling at a pretty good clip towards you guys. Okay. I'll go again and try to pry more gears out of it. Okay. Fours. Okay, so you kind of jump on its back and start hacking away at it. The plus side, you, without knowing it, jam your dagger into the area that Rubble was just kind of taking a look at, and you pry out a large gear, and the thing kind of shudders and takes one final swing and smacks you across the head. You're going to take one harm. you got a bloody scalp now, uh, but it shudders and just falls limp and stops moving. All right, how do I mark harm? There should be a track on your sheet. I got the... There's, like, levels one, two, and three. It's below your stress and trauma. Oh, got it. So you got, like, a lump of one harm. Bloody wound on your head, and Rubble has a severely bruised shoulder. But is he okay. moving anymore? Nope. The thing is down and not moving. Uh, can you scrap this for parts? You can try. Are parts worth anything? To somebody, probably. You might be able to fence them to somebody. This thing's pretty big. We're trying to get out of here with loot. It's definitely yeah. worth something. All right, well, let's see what's in the door first, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so you walk through the mist in the doorway, and you enter a oval room. It laid out exactly the same, but your perception here is kind of off. You, what's, what's the whisper? You, whisk guys, you uh, with your spirit sight or whatever it's called, uh, you know the look of the ghost field. You are in a spirit representation of this room, and it is packed full of money. Let, let's start rage looting this thing. Yeah. You're going to estimate somewhere in the neighborhood of eight coin worth of loot in this room, possibly more. You need to decide how much you're going to try and take because it is going to take time and you're going to need some way to transport it. You can easily take four to five coin on your person, no problems. If you want to loot the room completely empty, you're going to need to have preparations in place to be able to do that. I say we okay. take everything we can carry and destroy the rest. Quick question. Yes. Going to ask the whisper. Are we able to set up a spirit door? Um, are we able to set up a spirit door for us to go somewhere else but enter this room? I will roll fortune. I'm rolling three dice. I can, but I can't go... I can't go long distance. Outside the wall is all we need. I can open you a door to just past the wall. Okay. But I can't, like, I can't open a door to your hideout. That's fine, that's fine. I could, but I could, uh, I could get you a block away. Block away is pretty good. Yeah, I think so, too. 
I, I say we call Jerusalem down here. We grab everything and he- and get out through the spirit door. Yeah, but destroy the original door. That can be done. Okay. Why don't we call the clockwork guy too for scrap material? Yep. Take so everything. You move the clockwork guy in. I'll go get Jerusalem, and we'll have the whisper do his voodoo. So, are you getting him to open up a? temporary door, or are you getting him to relocate the door to this thing? I'm thinking we do a temp door, shove everything through the temp door, destroy the original door, and just close this whole place off. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need either a command or a consort. That's why I'm getting Jerusalem. Okay. So you bring Jerusalem down, you give him the bones of your idea. Yep. And Jerusalem is going to make a roll to actually Get the convey the, the idea to the uh, whisper. Yeah. Okay. All right. And a six. Nice. Okay, so yeah, he's down with that. He does his mumbo-jumbo. A second door appears on the wall of the room. And while you guys start unloading this stuff into some random dude's basement... Uh, he does his mumbo-jumbo and destroys the original door. Yeah, everything. Everything out of this room into that basement. Okay. And once we get out, I think we should go and get one of our contacts to come help us move all this shit. Especially the clockwork guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, I'm going to get you somebody to roll a, uh, one of your contacts. So, I'm going to say consort. Make a consort roll to get a hold of one of your contacts quickly, and the success of that roll will determine how prepared they are to help you. Did they bring a wagon? Did they bring something? I'm more thinking another ghost bugger. Yeah, one of your gang. Yeah. Yeah, but I... When you send out the call, yeah. they have to prepare, right? So does he have a what dog cart? Does he have a giant carriage? Stuff? Does he have a wheelbarrow? Yeah. What kind of stuff can he come up with right now? So that's the rule that you're making. All right. Five. Okay. So you get uh takes about a half hour, but one of your guys shows up with a uh, a wagon, an open top wagon, unfortunately. You can load everything in, but you're going to have to find something to disguise the fact that you're dragging a wagon full of money through the city. Well, dude, with a dark cloak. Yeah, is there some like sheets or you have a dark well, cloak? Don't so you the around? entrance to the basement is outside. Yep, Andy. To get into the man's house, you will have to deal with the man. Hmm. Murder. Uh, I want to survey around to see if anyone's got like laundry on a line, sheets hung out to dry, kind of thing. Okay, make a roll. Six. Okay, so, yeah, uh, you kind of walk out of the alley to the road and look down the street, and you see, like, somebody's got laundry out, and it looks like bed sheets. I'm grabbing a top sheet. Not me, Mark Linens. That's okay, right. so you, uh, you bring the sheet back, you wrap up the wagon, and bugger off, and you guys are home free. So we have eight coin plus whatever we can get for scrap on that, uh, baby more. <laughs> so, yeah. Total, I'm going to give you guys nine coin. Uh, you are going to get, oh, where did, why did I change the page? Yep. Now the question okay. is, are they jipping their whisper? Shut up, James. <laughs> <laughs> I know Steve's mine. <laughs> <laughs> your, uh, your whisper does want to get paid. Oh, we know that. We uh, just, not until we get off scot-free. Get out yep. and clear. Yeah. Okay, so you are going to get... Four rep, you got nine coin, and I would say your actions were contained, fairly standard exposure, but you did kill some people, so you're going to get four heat, and now you've got your downtime activities. Steve, just to be fair, you also forgot to give them XP. Oh, I did forget to give them XP. (gasps) Yes, everybody gets six, and then uh, we'll do the downtime activities if you want to boost that next game. As much as I want us ahead, I want to be fair. And thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, okay. So, thank you everybody for listening. My name is Steve. I'm from COJ Roleplaying, and tonight we had playing with us Goose. Good night, all. Mark. Ghost Buggers. Eric. What are you going to call? I mean, no, that's trademark. No, no. Yes. <laughs> um... Who are you going to text? Uh, Goose, I'm just going to get you to do the uh, 
social yep. media stuff again because I can't remember all of it. All right. You can reach us at COJ Roleplaying at gmail.com. You can get onto all our social media accounts at linktree slash COJ Roleplaying. We also have a Patreon account, a patreon.com slash COJ Roleplaying. We are also going to be doing a question and answer episode. So if you want, please send in all your questions to any one of the social media accounts. Visit us on our Discord. We're all on it. The guys from Blank Bodies are all on it. We have a good time. Oh, and if you're an Apple podcast listener, we would be greatly appreciative if you give us a five-star review. Actually, any review that will help us get uh, ranking on the, I guess, the Apple podcast system. More of the reviews, more exposure we get a hold of. Um, and I think that's pretty much about it on our end. Uh, also, I would like to say, like, any review on anything, any social media or Apple or whatever, good, bad, whatever, criticism is great. Uh, it helps us improve. So if anybody wants to just give us a shout out, tell us either if we're doing things right or if we're doing something wrong, just let us know. Uh, and uh, now I'm going to throw it over to Hunter to... Uh, plug his stuff and say goodnight, and then uh, thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yeah, uh, thanks for uh, hanging out with us tonight uh, from the Blank Bodies podcast, along with John and James here. Uh, we focus mostly on uh, Vampire the Masquerade, but we do have some side episodes on other things as well. Um, we're available on most uh, podcast apps, trackers, uh, whatever you use. We're available at Linktree slash blank bodies uh we also recently launched a patreon so if you're into that kind of thing check it out um we're on all the social medias instagram twitter all that if you want to go give us a follow uh i know i said it last week but we did a uh, vampire game with these guys over on our show so if you haven't checked that out yet go give it a listen and uh i think that's really the majority of it we also would love uh, any form of criticism or review it's very helpful. It definitely reaches engagement. I would uh, definitely say that uh, crossover game that we did. Um, I don't think most people are going to predict how that uh, how that turned out. <laughs> like almost every yeah. episode. Yeah. Every episode, it might as well be. Uh, oh, okay. That's how this is ending. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, since it uh, looks like Steve buggered off, uh, I guess it's good night, guys. Yeah. All right. Good night. Night night. Good night. Good night, good night everybody.